Assignment 13, Case Studies. This is the last assignment of the course. It is organized as case studies to review. These studies are meant to help you to apply what you have learned in the course. We interviewed three local families who have children of different ages, 11, 20, and late 20s, to showcase different stages and different circumstances. All of the learning objectives will be realized by a solid understanding of the videotaped case studies. You will meet JP and his mom, Camille, Sean and his mom, Colleen, and Michael and his mom, Susan. Camille, Colleen, and Susan are well known advocates in the local, regional, and national disability communities. They have learned and continue to learn about disabilities, special education, And their resource and support systems. They are all keenly aware of what will be needed for their children as they grow up. These are three very courageous moms and their children who will share some of their successes and some of the challenges the moms have faced in providing their children with the services and supports they need. We hope that as you watch these videos, you will keep in mind some of the underlying concepts on interpreting disability addressed in the first assignment. In particular, we want you to focus on the social model of disability and how some of the difficulties that individuals with disabilities experience are not because of the disability per se, but are because of the lack of services and supports available to them and their families that would allow them to live independent. Productive and self determined lives. You will be able to review and apply concepts you have learned in other units. For instance, you will hear the mothers talk about what their children's schools or school districts have provided, which relates back to the assignment on policies, practices, and programs. In all three cases, the children attend public schools. Under the Individuals with Disabilities Act, IDEA, Children with disabilities are entitled to a free, appropriate public education, FAPE. FAPE should provide students with disabilities not only special education, but related services as well, as you learned in the assignment titled Foundations and Context for Disabilities. You will hear Camille share how stress affected her relationship with her husband and how she acquired medical conditions because of stress. If you watch and listen closely, however, it is not because of JP's disability that Camille felt stress, but because the school district was not able or willing to provide JP with an education and services that were appropriate to his learning and behavioral styles. Now that Camille is homeschooling her son, things are much better. We also want you to focus your attention on how critical it is for parents to be educated to advocate for the services their children need. That need to self educate is problematic because it gives an advantage to access of services and funding to those children whose parents have the education and income to attend workshops, seminars, and meetings and receive professional advice. The need for families to be educated. Not only about disabilities, but about the services and supports their children need, and the continuous disputes with systems that do not provide what parents need or expect, places an unparalleled responsibility on parents, particularly on moms. This issue was addressed in the assignment entitled Parents, Families, and Relationships.
It is notable that two of the three moms quit their jobs to be able to provide their children with the attention and care they needed. Camille even pulled her child from school because of her family's dissatisfaction with the education and services her son was receiving. This underscores the importance of finding ways to create systems of supports so parents of children with disabilities do not have to choose between their own professional development and the well-being of their children with disabilities. Another issue that comes across in the three interviews is how educated the mothers have had to become to advocate for the services their children needed in the past and how they need to continue to learn as their children grow older. Susan and Colleen both work on issues related to disability advocacy. Colleen, a nationally known advocate for inclusive education, is learning about the lack of funding options to support youth with disabilities after they turn 21 and are no longer eligible to receive services under IDEA. For example, in Pennsylvania, when Sean turns 21, he will be placed on a waiting list for funding. Until his name comes up on the list, funding will be cut, and he will be forced to discontinue his participation in the program at Lehigh University which costs $40,000 a year. As Colleen stated, through a personal communication, years of early intervention and special education for students with disabilities are being wasted. Over 18,000 adults with disabilities have left school programs to end up sitting at home without supports. Hundreds more will exit schools each year after being successfully supported throughout their educational years only to, literally, have no life. Family members are forced to leave work to provide care and assistance. Or worse, they are forced to place their adult children into costly, undesirable institutions that cost taxpayers about $228,000 per year per person. Community-based services cost far less and provide far greater benefit to the individual the family, and the community as a whole. Community-based services ensure that years of education are not wasted and that people and lives are valued. As Susan explained, there are several kinds of waivers, and they are based on a very old model. Essentially, the federal government provides funding for people to live in institutions. Families need to obtain a waiver for monies to be redirected to a service provider agency so that the person with disabilities can live independently. People with disabilities prefer to live in the homes and communities of their choice and prefer that federal funding provide services in the home and community that the consumer chooses. You will learn about the different assistive technology devices and services Michael and Sean use given their physical disabilities. But more importantly, you will hear how these three mothers describe their children. You will hear them talk about their children's abilities, gifts, and talents, as well as their hopes for the future. You will not hear them talk about what they can't do or will never be able to do. And that is a model we want professionals to emulate. We recognize that as financial advisors and other professionals, you have a critical and important role helping these three families and the millions of other families like them. Your role in providing financial education and advice for families of children, youth, and adults with disabilities 
will help with an emerging and critical need that an increasing number of upper and middle class families are facing. We hope that the knowledge, skills, and beliefs you develop as a result of this course will prepare you to work with these populations. We would also like to invite you to begin conversations with families who are not so privileged financially so that you can make a difference in the lives of families of all social, economic, and cultural backgrounds and so that all children can one day enjoy lives in which they are able to learn, live, work, play, and worship in the homes and communities of their choice. This completes the assignment.